On today's show, we're diving headfirst into the topic of the charter school system. Our aim is going to be to shed light on this new innovative approach to education, exploring its successes, challenges, and the impact it has on students, parents, and communities. On today's show, we're happy to welcome Nancy Bean, who is the principal of a new charter school opening right here in Rancho Cordova. The new Pacific School, Rancho Cordova, is set to open with its first slate of students this August. New Pacific School also has a location in Roseville and Yuba City. Nancy Bean brings a wealth of knowledge on the subject and has been a champion of creating educational opportunities that empower students to thrive in their unique ways. Throughout our conversation, we will explore the fundamental aspects of charter schools, the philosophy behind them, and the role they play in shaping our education landscape. We'll examine the potential benefits they offer, such as tailored learning environments, increased parental involvement, and fostering educational innovation. You're listening to the Rancho Cordova podcast, and I'm your host, Charles Lego. Now let's get started. So Nancy, welcome to the Rancho Cordova podcast. So let's start off by telling all our listeners who and what is the New Pacific Charter School here in Rancho Cordova. Sure. So New Pacific School will be opening as a brand new charter school in August. Our first day of school will be August 14th. Um, we are part of a larger group of charter schools uh, under the umbrella of Pacific Charter Institute. We're the sixth school. So there's already a new Pacific school that's the same model that opened in Roseville last year. And we are the second of the new Pacifics, but the sixth uh, school under the umbrella of Pacific Charter. Where are the others? So the other new Pacific is in Roseville. and. The two new Pacific schools are the only five-day-a-week full-time school programs. Okay. The other four schools in Pacific Charter are um, homeschool, their independent study, their credit recovery, their hybrids, their um, lots of different uh, models. Okay. And the one here in Rancho Cordova, where will it be? It's going to be on Bear Hollow Drive. So the location is... Formerly was formerly the Goddard School. Now Goddard has moved to a new location just kind of down the street at the corner of Zinfandel and Bear Hollow, and we're moving into their old location. So it's perfect for us because we're going to be a very small school. We're starting with just 100 students oh. in grades TK through 5, and okay. so we fit really nicely in yeah. this um this building that was already a school, already you know equipped for children and with playground and uh, lots and lots of bathrooms and everything else. And you already have the hundred children. We are enrolling now. Yeah. Um, and we are still enrolling, and we um, we're getting close to that hundred though. So, yeah. um, I would encourage anybody who's interested to go to our website, uh, newpacificschool.org, and um, there's a link there. If you're interested. Okay. Mm -hmm. So a hundred, that's good. A lot of attention. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, it's been great. Like we've been out at a lot of the Rancho Cordova community events. Um, I like the ones at Hagen Park and, and, and et cetera, and meeting a lot of people in the right. community. And there's a lot of excitement for yeah, this uh, new school. 
So for those who may not know what a charter school is, and I'm from England. So yes. when I first came here, I had no clue mm -hmm. what a charter school was. Right. So let's just talk, what is a charter school? Okay, so it, it varies state to state, but here in California, a uh, charter school is a publicly funded school, funded by the state. Uh, so that means it's free to students and families. And what differs between a charter school and your, your other public schools is that we can be innovative. So the difference is that we are, because we're funded by the state, we still follow the state standards, we still do the state testing, we still need kids to be immunized and all those things. However, how we get to those standards, um, we can be creative. So in our case, uh, every school that has a charter um, writes out their charter or their plan for what their model is. And in our case, um, our pillars are, are, we have three, uh, personalized learning, and project-based learning and um, leadership skills, which is based on a program called The Leader in Me. And then if I'm a parent, mm -hmm. what is the pitch for me to send my child to a charter school versus a regular school? Right, exactly. So um, again, like every charter school differs from each other. And ours, um, I think families who are coming to us are really looking for a small school. Again, we're only going to be 100 students um, to begin with. We're going to add middle school, um, and so we'll get to 175 in the following year, but still very small, small as far yeah. as public schools go. And we're really striving for the, the individualized learning, getting to know each kid personally and academically, meeting each, each kid's needs, and then those leadership skills and that project-based learning as well. Okay. How many teachers will you have? So the in year one, yeah. with, with those 100 students, we'll have just four teachers. And the TK, this is another California thing, um, the TK, which is the four-year-olds, um, they'll be um, just in a class by themselves with one teacher and 12 kids. And then the other three classes will be mixed age, so like a K-1 and a 2-3 and a 4-5 roughly. And each of those classes will have 30 students, but they'll have a teacher and a teacher's aide. So two adults, 30 students. So the youngest kid there is four? Yes. So four. this is a California thing, um, TK, um, and that's been kind of expanding year to year the past few years. And so now this coming year, it's for kids who turn five between... I believe, September 2nd and April 2nd. And what's the oldest that you have? So fifth grade, which is, I think they're 10. 10? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but then next year, it gets older and older. Right. So yeah. the following year, we're going to add the middle school years, um, so which is 6th, 7th, and 8th. And there's a big need for that, um, I think, in this area because um, there's parts of Rancho Cordova that belong to Elk Grove Unified School District, and that particular area has no middle school. Okay. Yeah. Elk Grove or Folsom Cordova? There's, you know, Both, Rancho yeah. Cordova has, um, I believe they Two? they um, are parts of three different districts. Okay. Folsom Cordova, Elk Grove, and Sac City. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then are charter schools public schools? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Publicly funded and free for families. Are they nonprofit? Are you a nonprofit? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. 
So what is Innovu? Give us the mission of your school. Yeah. What, what would the mission be? Right. So again, back to that um, personalized learning. And this is, you know, I'm coming from, I've been running the homeschool, one of the homeschool programs for Pacific Charter for eight years now. And I, I told you a little bit about the other Pacific Charter programs, and it's all really personalized. Right. That's kind of our greater mission. So we're now we're, we're um, striving to deliver this personalized learning in a five-day-a-week school setting. Right. And something I found interesting, you call the students scholars, right? Yes. You don't mm -hmm. call them students. You mm -hmm. call them scholars. Mm -hmm. What? How did that come about? Is that just a thing with you guys? or? Um, I think it's really honoring um, – kind of not just that you are um, – it's kind of honoring who you are now, I right. guess, is, yeah. is the way of looking at it. Okay. Uh -huh. And on your website, I did take a look at your website. You sort of have five sort of principles. Mm -hmm. And if we can just go through one by one and then you can explain, explain what they are. So the first one, you call it student-centered. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? So that means we're um, – again, like it's about – personalizing and knowing the students and and trying to um, work with their interests um, and not just like okay you're you're a first you're a six-year-old therefore we're going to teach you these things um, but trying to um, tap into what the kids are interested okay. in more so it's really getting to know everybody you get yeah. with a hundred students it'll be right fairly yeah easy mm -hmm. project-based learning. What does that mean? Yeah, so project-based learning um, will have a topic. It'll always start with a question to answer, a driving question, or a problem to solve. Um, and the students will learn sort of across subjects to, to get to that, like, problem to solve. Um, and then they will come up with a solution based on what they learned, and they will present their um, solution. Okay. Mm -hmm. Connectedness, that's another one you have. Yeah, so again, this um, very strong focus on community, right? right. So um, at our school, every class will start with a morning meeting every morning where, where they'll connect with each other, you know, how's everybody doing? What are some things that have been happening in our class that we want to talk about? Let's play some games to, to bond with each other. So this is um, a big part of our culture. Well, that sounds like a fun school. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. Inclusivity. Yeah, so we're we are um, open to Everybody. again, yes, a public school. So yeah. I, as we, so can you live anywhere in Rancho and go there? You can live anywhere um, in Sacramento County or oh, and, okay. and wider even. Yeah. Charter schools can serve from anywhere students in the county okay. that the charter is, and ours our charter is held by Folsom Cordova Unified, yeah. um, and any county that borders it. And yeah. will you have people that come from afar? We will. Yeah? Yeah, okay. we will. Mm -hmm. And then the last one you have on your website is professional collaboration. Yeah, so we'll have um, every Wednesday we'll have an early release where the students will be, um, you know, the day will be shorter. And then the staff will collaborate with each other okay. um, every Wednesday. They'll have time for that. Why um, Why did New Pacific choose Rancho Cordova as the new location? Ah. Um, I think we just felt that there was a need for it. Um, I think Rancho Cordova is a great city, and I really enjoyed getting to know 
um, you know, out at these events, and I've been going to these these monthly luncheons on Fridays. Oh, you have? Uh huh. Okay. And I really like. I really appreciate the. Um, the community here and people are passionate and they're yeah. proud of their city. Right. Um, but I think Rancho Cordova doesn't have as many um, public school options that are different from just your regular um, right. public school. So, I, and I think some families um, want that and, and some families, um, you know, are looking for that. Right. Have you met the folks at the city at city hall? Do you know them? Um, not really, not outside not of, I've, I know the school board, right. some of the school board yeah. members and the superintendent, yeah. um, but I haven't really met but the city um, council, all those people, not yet. No. no. Right. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll, you'll meet them soon. Great. So we have a tradition here on this podcast that we really get to know our guests mm -hmm. and that has actually proven to be one of the most favorite things. Okay. And we've had the police chief and the sheriff and the mayor and the city manager mm -hmm. and everybody tells us who they are. So why don't we start with you? Tell us about you. Okay. So where were you born? And tell us about your early life and your parents. Okay. So um, I was born and raised in El Los Angeles County okay. in a, a part, a city called Hacienda Heights, Yeah. Um, sort of outer Los Angeles County suburb. Yeah. Um, and my dad worked for Aerojet actually okay. down in Southern California, okay. which I know is a big uh, thing, here, thing yeah. in Rancho as yeah. well. Yeah. So he worked, he was an well, engineer. It was a big thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Part of the history. Yeah. 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 He, he worked for Aerojet and my mom um, stayed home. Um, I have an older sister and older brother. I'm the youngest of three. Um, my family was um, into Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts and we did a lot of camping. Yeah. Um, and you went to school in L.A.? Yep. 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 So, um, and I ask everybody this, how, were you a good student? Yeah. Yeah. I was. <laughs> you were studious? And... Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. high school? High school, a little, I, I kind of had a little struggle there, like a lot of kids do, where yeah. you're kind of figuring out who you are and right. where you fit in and all those things. Um, but I was able to work it out and went to... Uh, college i went to uc santa barbara okay which was um really a, a good place and i spent one year um studying in germany okay so my junior year of college i lived in germany and studied there and was had the opportunity to travel um all over europe and did you always want to get into education or did that just come about i i knew i always wanted to work with kids so I, in college, I studied psychology, and I worked for about five years right out of college with um, severe emotionally disturbed kids um, in residential treatment. Okay. Um, and then I kind of decided that um, I, I saw in that, in that um, setting that the teachers actually had a lot of impact on the kids because they were with them every day. Um, as opposed to, say, the social workers who only saw those kids like weekly or monthly. Right. Um, so yeah, that's... I actually have a friend who works in Fairfield, mm -hmm. and he works at a school with a similar type of children. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, he went to Sac State, got a degree, and yeah. now he works. And he, he really loves working there. Yeah. So how did you get into um, the charter school world? Yeah, so um... – when I first got my credential, that was in I was in um, the Bay Area, Cal State Hayward, and um, I started working in a just a regular public school. And then I start I had my daughter, and um, 
as she was approaching kindergarten, um, I, because of who she was, I decided to homeschool her. And, um, and then I found out about charter schools that's, that work with homeschoolers. Right. So I put her in the charter school and then I, I thought, this is a job, like working with homeschoolers, I can be paid, you know, as a credentialed teacher to, to, to visit homeschoolers and support them. Yeah, this, so what this does sounds that mean? great. You would go to people's homes? Exactly. Oh. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of um, charter schools in the area. So Heritage Peak is the one I've been most recently working with, one of the PCI schools. And um, and so there's a credential teacher who who goes to the homeschool families' homes oh. and really kind of helps the parent along, you know. Um, okay. So because I always wonder, you know, I see parents, they say, they have five children, mm -hmm. and they say, oh, I'm going to homeschool the, the mm -hmm. kids. And I think, well, how do you do that? Yeah. Like, so that's how it works. Right. They have someone comes in yeah. and actually sort of guides the parents through it. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay, and what's the testing process for that, for so, homeschool kids? Yeah, it's still, again, it's a, it's a if you're using a charter school, um, then it's, it's a publicly funded school, so – we do the um, state okay. testing, and we do. But we this have is particularly for homeschool. I mean, yeah, you yes. did the same thing. Still, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so let's go back to to the school. Um, do you? Will you be served? Like, if you have special needs, mm -hmm. I'm not going to call them scholars now. How yes. do you call them? If you have special needs scholars, will you be able to serve? Those type of yes, kids? yes, yes, yeah, yeah. We're absolutely open to every child, and we really want to meet them where they are and serve them as best we can. And and because even though we're a small school, because we're part of this larger organization, we have a full special education department. Um, we have a full business department. We have a full HR department. All of those things um, to give that greater support. So yes, we will. We will absolutely have yeah. students with um, special needs. And I, I think you said earlier, but I'll just ask you again. You don't charge, right? It's right. Completely it's free. free. Completely so free. people just bring their kids. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how does someone apply for someone to attend your school? So they can go to our website, uh, Nupis. I think it's Nup. I should know yeah, this. Yeah, I, I have it. Here. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll have okay. everything at the end. Yeah. <laughs> And um, and there's a link to to enroll, so they can just fill out that initial enrollment form, which is just very basic information. And from there, they can talk to one of our outreach people and ask any questions. Um, I do Zoom meetings um, every other week. They can come to a Zoom meeting and and hear my um, you know talk talk more about the school and ask questions. Um, and if they want to move forward, they can uh, go ahead and turn in registration. So if after this podcast, mm -hmm. you have a huge rush, yes. how many students can you, can you uh, scholars, I should say, yes. how many can you take? So we're, we will take 100. Oh, okay. And then we will have a wait list after oh, that. Oh, okay. So you mm -hmm. max out 100. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it really will be like a lot of attention, too, because, I mean, the schools in this country are very big, right? Right. Right. Like I don't know how many Cordova High has, but yes. I would imagine it's uh, yes. And a I lot. can tell you, like having spent time at the Roseville School, which is the same model. Yeah. Um, really, every student knows every adult. Every adult knows every scholar. Every kid knows every kid. It's it's a nice little community. And then, do you like? Let's say I'm a parent and I can't get my child to school. Do you provide any sort of transportation assistance? Or we don't. No. We don't. Mm -hmm. Um, 
We do. We do have. We will have um, before care and after care. Yeah. Um, so that I did see you have. So how does that work? Before care and after care. So that um, that will be an extra cost to families if they need it, but yeah. they can bring their their scholar as early as I think the it starts at six thirty a.m. and goes as late as six. Oh, okay. And it's it'll be right there on the same campus. Okay. So yeah. someone who works early, they bring them at 6.30 in the morning? Yes. And you have people there, staff there? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they can leave them there till 6 at night? Yes. So you have them for 12 hours? Yes. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what opportunities does a charter school provide for student enrichment, extracurricular activities, or for community involvement? Yeah, I think that one of the main things uh, about charter schools and our school is that the innovation, right? So that we, it's it's easy for a small staff and the, the staff in a charter school has the mindset that we are constantly trying new things and changing. And in, in our case at New Pacific, we'll really strive to um, tap into the student interests, right? So for example... And the and the adult um, strengths and interests. So, for example, in Roseville, they've been doing enrichment classes. Um, I think four afternoons a week, and those are based on what the adults are are interested and in, strong at, as well as the kids. So, they have, for example, like a gardening club and a um, they somebody was raising chickens and a Pokemon club wow. and then PE and all kinds of different things that the adults um, have strengths that they wanted to share with the kids. And then they also ask the kids, what are you interested in? And then they put these together. And then if you have students um, with diverse learning needs, for mm -hmm. example, or, you know, Rancho Cordova, I think, has like 80 different languages yes. that are spoken in this city. Yes. So kids that have, um, you know, special needs in language, for instance, can you serve that kind of need? Yes, yes. So we, we have, you know, our, we have, our, our teachers have credentials and um, special specialty in serving English language learners, um, just like all the other, you know, most okay. teachers in the state. But we also have a, we have a Spanish-speaking um, outreach person and a Russian-speaking outreach oh, you have person because mm -hmm. that's a big one here, right? Yeah. So we'll definitely use those. And then, um, can parents get involved? Yes. With the school, yeah. How can they get involved? Of course. Like, how do they get involved on the so, day today? So, for example, we're having an uh, an open house tomorrow morning so that our families can come see this the school site, and we will have a sign up there where. Families can sign up and tell us they want to be involved in any special skills or interests they have, um, and we'll go from there. So I read your your bio, and mm -hmm. you have an extensive background in teaching. You're mm -hmm. highly qualified. So um, talk to us a little bit about your teaching background, because you're going to be the principal there, right, yes. at that school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So so tell us, sure. why are you the principal? Okay. Yeah. So... Um, you know, my like I said, my first few years of teaching, I was in a regular public school in Hayward, California, um, with a very diverse population there. Um, and, and ever since then, I've really been working with homeschool. Right. Um, and that's been my strength and my passion has been that individualized learning. And so now I'm really looking forward to bringing that to a five-day-a-week 
school setting with that same mindset of like every single student is different with different needs and different interests. So what are some, can you share any success stories or notable achievements that you've experienced of students through the charter system? Yeah, for sure. So I have seen a lot of families come to the homeschool program that I was running. And these are families that I would say um, maybe wouldn't be considered your typical homeschool family. And they were coming to us because they had some bad experience in their neighborhood school, right? Something did not go right for their right. child. And so they were kind of desperate. They they came come to us saying, like, I never, I never intended to homeschool, but here I am because I don't know what else to do. And so with the support of a teacher um, and that that mindset of um, not trying to make your scholar fit into a certain mold, but but let's try to make the learning fit to them. Um, I've seen kids really thrive, and I've I've had kids that I've seen from kindergarten that have stayed with us all the way through high school graduation, and done well. Why do parents choose to homeschool? Do you think? Is, are there different reasons? There's yeah, for yeah, sure. So what are some of the reasons? Um, some some families, um, you know, maybe it's religious re- reasons. We in our program we had a lot of families, students who were not immunized. We have some families who just kind of have an maybe an alternative um, mindset where they don't want um, their kid to be shoved into a mold. Um, and then again, families who they feel like my kid is having a terrible experience in in my uh, the school that is available to me. And then when you go around and you're sort of checking on the homeschool, mm-hmm. what what happens if you f- figure out? Because I I mean teaching, we do it here, right? Mm-hmm. We teach kids here how to film. Right. And I remember that when we first got into it and I started doing it, I didn't think I could do it because I'd never done it before. Mm -hmm. But I have to say I got more and more into it because I could see the growth within the kids. So what happens if you go and it's obvious that the parents maybe or the mother or the father or both are just out of their league? They can't do it. It's just the results are not there. What what are the checks and balances on that? Yeah. So we just – we we um – there, we use a lot of tutoring. So, and then with this, with the charter school, with the homeschool um, situation, the students have uh, money. They have a budget, school budget available to them to spend on things like tutoring and classes. Oh, they do. Yes. Okay. So they can, they can. Um, let's say, for instance, a lot of uh, students as they get older, the math is the issue, right? Um, that that becomes hard for the parent to teach. And so they can get a math tutor or they can go to a math class because um, there are classes available for homeschoolers. So I guess- the state will pay for that? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there is help available. Yes. Mm -hmm. But what would you do if the parents were just not, they just weren't doing it? You know, they they either didn't care or they didn't have the time or they just weren't qualified to do it. Right. What is the checks and balances for that? Can you pull them out? So we, we would, we would try to counsel them into finding a better option. Right. Yeah. 
So there's the rapid expansion of technology right now, mm -hmm. and especially AI is coming in, and you know mm -hmm. you can type anything to a computer now, and it just mm -hmm. tells you the answers. So how will you incorporate technology into, or is it too? Are they too young for that? No, oh no. Well, no. we we definitely will have um, use of technology, um, and. I have an ongoing, in fact, I just met with our, we have an uh, inf IT department um, in our organization, and I've been having an ongoing conversation with our director of IT, and he has a master's in education technology. So Director of IT for the whole system? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for the whole, all the schools. Okay. Right, right. So he's, he's, you know, he's helping me select devices and, you know, the equipment and how we can use it, as well as um, one of the teachers I've hired also has a master's in education technology, so she'll be a good resource right. for the rest of us. And yeah. how old eventually, if we five years ahead, mm -hmm. will it be a full school right up until 18? Yes. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So all the years. How long will it take you to get there? So... Um, this this for year one is just TK through five. Year two, we add middle school, so up through eighth grade, and then the following year we'll add the ninth grade, and then the tenth, and then the eleventh, and okay. the twelfth. So one year at a time, the high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. And is that a normal thing, or is that just how you're choosing to do it? I think that's pretty typical for it high is. schools where they just start with the ninth, yeah. and then tenth, and then so on. Yeah. And then uh, do the teachers have? Um, development opportunities are they able to enhance their their knowledge oh do, yeah do you encourage that and oh yeah do you provide it how does that work yeah part of those early release wednesdays will be professional development uh training and collaboration yeah and then how do how is a charter school how do you assess the progress and success of a school yeah so um we you know We'll, we will take part, our, our students will take part in the state testing, but in addition to that, we have our own in-house assessments. So the like early literacy and early math for the youngest kids, um, and that'll be, you know, every couple weeks where it will be keep, keep checking as well as, um, you know, what we call formative assessments, which is more um, kind of observing and um, seeing what, what they're kind of learning um, in the, mo in the right. moment, I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and who is governing that on your end? Who do you answer to? Um, so we have uh, we have an academics department, and there's a person in charge of that. We, we also have instructional coaches for the different grade levels. So it's, it's, it's a big push, uh, I would say, um, organization-wide. And... Um, Will, will you have here in Rancho, it's a very community-oriented mm -hmm. city, will you have any partnerships or collaborations with community organizations, businesses, or other yes. sort of learning organizations? Yes, definitely, definitely. So um, I haven't set anything up yet, but like I said, we've been out at these a lot of these community right. events. So you went to Kids Day in the Park, for yes, example. Yes, for sure. Yeah. You for had sure. a booth? Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did people come up to you? Uh-huh, yeah. 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 And I think um, iFest, did you go there? Yep. Yeah. We were there too. Yeah. And then are you there? The Christmas tree lighting, we were there. You were there. <laughs> and this big one coming. I don't think July 4th they have booths. I don't right. think. Right. No. I we... think it's just a parade. and Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So you've introduced yourself to the community. Yes. And mm -hmm. have people, did parents come and talk to you yeah. and ask? And mm -hmm. Are you familiar with George Washington Carver High here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What? How does that differ? So, because that is not a regular public school. Right. right. They're a charter school as well. Yeah. Yes. So what is the difference between, because I know those guys pretty well. Yeah. We actually did a program with them. Okay. So, but they're a lot bigger. I think they go, they run the gamut right up to seniors. Yeah. Yeah. So how do they differ from you? So I think their, their, their um, mission is a little bit different because they're, they're focused on Waldorf um, inspired education, right. right? So same thing, like they're, they're still responsible for meeting the standards and everything else for the state of California, but their mission is how they're teaching it is the Waldorf um, way. And they focus, I think, on arts and right. um, science, right. arts and science. Mm -hmm. Are you going to focus on anything in particular? Well, that those leadership skills yeah. and the project-based learning and the personalized learning, yeah. So anybody um, wanting to find out, the website is newpacificschool.org. Mm -hmm. um, is that the best way or can they call or what's the best way? I've listened to this show and I want to get more information. What is the best way? Yeah, the best way is to go to that website. And if you want to jump right in and fill out an enrollment form for your student, you can. Okay. Um, or there's also a phone number there to call. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what, are, what is the future goals and aspirations mm -hmm. for your school? Like what? What is the future? What, yeah. what is your hope that in five years you have how many students or? Right. Um, I guess five years, we would be almost through the um, have all the high school years. You have everybody up. To we 18. will never be bigger than five hundred students okay. total. And so, you can take that volume there. Well, um, our goal is to. Um, be in this location for two to three years and then move and then move to a, a bigger location. So tell us yeah. once again where you are, what area of Rancho Cordova? Um, it's Bear Hollow Drive. So it is right off of Zinfandel, right where the Sprouts is. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mm -hmm. know that area very well. Right. Okay. And right next to Navigator Elementary. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're in that Sprouts neighborhood. Right. Okay, so you yeah. have that whole new community that's It's really nice. Up and we there. have a beautiful park right across right. the street that we can use right. for, you know, field days, picnics, whatever. Okay. Yeah. And then do you live in Rancho? I don't. I no. live in the city of Sacramento. Sacramento, mm -hmm. me too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, once again, we'll plug the website. Mm -hmm. So it's www.newpacificschool.org. So if anybody's interested in in going the charter school system. And what are the ages again? From four years old? Yeah, through fifth grade. To fifth grade, which is 10? Mm -hmm. From 10. Okay. All right, Nancy. Well, as we get to the end, on this show, we do a lightning round of questions, mm -hmm. which are fun questions. Okay. And sometimes we warn people, sometimes we don't. <laughs> um, but I have a feeling that you're going to be absolutely fine. Okay. So what is one word others would use to describe you? Calm. Calm. And I think, <laughs> see, having you here in front of me, I think that's true. And what is one word that you would use to describe yourself? Could be the same, I guess. Oh. Um, adventurous. If you could be a person for a day besides yourself, who would it be and why? 
Um, I'm going to say Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Because I feel like she has great ideas and then she does them. Right. What is your biggest pet peeve? Um, not giving people the benefit of the doubt. What is the greatest challenge you've, you've experienced? Parenting. Parenting? How many <laughs> children do you have? Three. Three? And what ages are they? Uh, 24, 22, and 16. Were they homeschooled? Um, they, yes, but not, the older two um, were homeschooled when they were young. My the oldest decided to ask to go to school in the sixth grade, and she went. And the next one asked to go to school in the fourth grade, and he went. And the youngest, now at sixteen, he's asking to go to school. So okay. he's been homeschooled. So all they this started time. off homeschooled, mm-hmm. and then they wanted to go. Yeah, yeah. And it's for, for why, me, why does that happen? Do you think? Is um, there a reason, or why? Why did they want to go to school? No, no. Why do kids they they start to be homeschooled? Yes. Which, I mean, I think it's cushy, right? You get homeschooled. Right. You have nowhere to go. You get up. You got mom and dad. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they want to go to school. Is that because they want to experience the school thing? They want to have – yeah, well, I'm sure they have friends, but yeah, they yeah. want to do the whole I would school say, thing. you know, for, for my kids, my daughter was very um, academically driven, and she wanted to go to school to – you know, if you're the top of the class at home – and your mom's telling you you're a great student, it doesn't mean the same as right. when you go to school and you're the top of the class and getting, you know. And A's. the older ones, they went to college and everything? The old, she did. Yeah. And then and then my middle child, who's he went to school because he's the social guy. So yeah. for him, it was about right. having lunch with his friends every day, right. although right. he was a good student yeah. as well. Um, but then he had the unfortunate... Um, thing happened where he went off to college and then the pandemic started. Yeah. yeah. So that was your greatest challenge, parenting. Yes. What is one app on your phone that you cannot live without? Oh, um, the podcast app. Yeah? Yes. Me too. Mm-hmm. And what's something about you that few people would know? Hmm. That's a hard one. Um. Well, we can come back to that okay. one. What is your biggest, what was your biggest source for learning? Hmm. What was? What's your biggest source for learning? Well, I, I would say for right now it's podcasts. Yeah. I've been listening to so many um, about literacy and the science of reading and, and teaching and learning and all those things. And we're almost at the end. Okay. What is one thing about being a teacher you'd only know if you were a teacher? Wait, ask that again. What's one thing about being a teacher you, that you, you would only know if you are a teacher? I asked the police chief the same question. I said, what is one thing about being a police officer you would only know if you were a police officer? Huh. Um, The thing that about teaching to me is like that, you know, is like every single day is different. Yeah. I know when we uh, did our program here with the kids. So here was my experience. They came in in the first week and they were super nervous, super quiet. We put them in front of a camera to introduce themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I mean, it was like pulling teeth yeah. to get them to talk. And we went through it. And the program was where we taught them how to develop mm-hmm. a PSA. Mm-hmm. So they came up with the idea. They wrote the PSA. They storyboarded it. Then we filmed it. Yeah. They were the actors. So the kids were the actors in each other's. Mm-hmm. And as every week went on, they became more and more excited. Mm-hmm. And they loved coming here. And then at the end... We had like a mini film festival. Oh, wow. That's but cool. we did, um, we put them together uh-huh. to interview each other. Mm-hmm. And what a difference yeah. from that. And these were middle school kids. Yeah. And what a difference from yeah. the very first day. So to me, that showed me how rewarding right. it is to teach. Right. Because when they come in on the first day, yeah. you know, and then to see them blossom and to yeah. really enjoy the program. And they all want to come back for right. the next one that's, that we're doing. That's cool. Finally, what is the biggest lesson you learned from your mother? Hmm. It would be um, treat treat people the same yeah. or everybody's equal i guess right. she she was she would um she would give people a hard time no matter if you were the you know president of the united states or the i don't know somebody yeah. else like right. er- everybody was the same to her well we've been speaking with nancy bean the principal of the new pacific charter school right here in rancho cordova nancy thank you for being here Thank you for being a dedicated educator, which I have a feeling that you are, and everything you do to educate our children here in this city. Please check out New Pacific School website, which is once again, www.newpacificschool.org. And I hope you enjoyed hearing about this very special new school here in Rancho Cordova. My name is Charles Lego, and until next time. Thank you. Thank you.